And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 74 today. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Old Bridge Pizza. Shout out to Larry. Shout out to our guys over at Old Bridge Pizza. And shout out to our guys at Chaos, uh, Sean McDonald, Dan McDonald, all the guys there uh, going to the, the workouts located behind Comfy, um, Comfy on 516. And uh, go get your free first class today. All right. Let's get into the week 10 preview. Absolutely crazy. Myself, host TJ Savaro, joined by Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, and my father, Tommy Savaro. Dad, you could get back on the recap, I mean, the preview pod. I know me and you have been uh, missing, but you will also be back in attendance for uh, Saturday. Are you excited to be back, you know, at the field on Saturday, Dad? Are you excited to go watch the games? I might not be there. Don't know. Really? Yeah, I might have to go see a car on Long Island. Oh, I forgot about that. I did forget about that. Nice. You are available Saturday, but you you do you you could possibly have other obligations. Sure. All right, we'll take that away then. Never mind. Uh, Kurtzman, week ten. Let's start off with the first games. First game of the day, actually, nine thirty slate. Seahawks versus the Bills. Dad, let's fill you in on the current state of these teams. Go ahead, Kurtzman. Um, Bills coming off of two straight wins, then losing to me last week in a one-point game, as I seem to accustom to playing at this point in the season. Yeah. Uh, they are playing well defensively, offensively. They didn't move the ball very. I thought they could have uh, done a better job moving the ball, but overall they have moved the ball better in the second half of the season. And for the Seahawks, defense has still been stout, but... Offense still hasn't found its way. They have made the full-time switch to Paul Farrelly oh, yeah, at quarterback as well. quarterback now. Why is that? Chase, Chase hates, hates quarterback. He, he doesn't want to play. He didn't want to play quarterback anymore, so Paul's stepping in. Uh, I'm assuming that's going to be how it's going to be going forward, but uh, we shall see, I guess. I was told before last game they were going to be splitting time. So Paul um, came out and said today, I don't know if we're leaking information, but Paul came out today and Paul came out and said, basically, I'm the quarterback. So Well, listen, I think Paul will get better each week. I think take more reps you just keep getting better he knows what he has to do they have to keep the game slow scoring and uh muddy it up a little bit to get a victory all right let's start with how these teams match up against each other unless dad you care about anything kurtzman just said is there anything that stood out to you about you know the state of these teams no <laughs> okay all right kurtzman um how do you feel these two teams match up against each other um, I think on the lines, without Misha, the Bills lines going to have to step up big. Amir's played well this season. Uh, Colbrand has played well as of late, being a receiving target and also blocking for Suroff. Uh, DeRose as well stepped up last week, played some offensive line for them. So they're just going to have to continue to grow as a unit against a defensive line of the Seahawks, which features two of the better pass rushers in the league, Chase and um, Johnny. And I think that Chase and Johnny could have a little bit of an advantage here if they decide to drop into that their normal 2-3-2 two, two zone um, with just rushing two. I think they if they're able to get pressure, which they were able to get pressure on Tommy. I was watching the film. like They were able to get pressure, but Tommy just kept making enough plays kind of to beat their second guys in the secondary. Um, Seahawks didn't really do much of switching defenses from what I saw, which I wish I saw more of. I hope that they are able to make adjustments in-game, possibly go man, change up the zone, just do something different to throw off the quarterback's rhythm. Sarov's a good quarterback. He's seen a lot of different defenses in flag football, so um, I don't think you can just run the same defense on him every single play. Did they go with a two-man rush, or uh, they changed it up? No, nah, I mean, uh, they mixed in some corner off the off the edge stuff, but for the most part, it was just Johnny and Chase rushing for the Seahawks. And they just stood in the zone. Yeah, for the most part, just in that two-three, the two got two rushers, three across the middle, and uh, 
too in the too deep. Um, a lot of teams in the league play a defense similar to that. Some guys, some teams do uh, only one deep safety, four guys across the middle, kind of an inverted thing. So um, I just think you need to have multiple defenses ready to go. If one thing's not working, definitely make adjustments. Um, for the Bills, just, just got to execute in the red zone. Is the full Bills roster going to be there? Um, Q no and- mission. No mission. Q is there. No mission. No Zach Sheree. No Femi. Uh, they asked me they're in the edge of rock again okay. for them. Uh, Paul and Joe Pep were like, yeah, it's fine. Um, he's a good player, but missing Zach and Misha is definitely worth a good player, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I think the Bills, consistency-wise, they've had their team there most weeks, but um, it's going to be a challenge on the offensive line protecting Suroff with two of the better D linemen in the league playing for the Seahawks in this game. That did you want to yeah. That how do you feel about you know these two teams now? Paul playing quarterback against that uh, that Bills team this week, who's coming off of two straight wins and then a one uh, point heartbreaker breaking loss against Kurtzman. It's tough to make a change this late in the season. Um, when when the when the Seahawks got on into their run, they were they were playing well and they should have just kept that formula. They just kept it going, uh, taking nothing away from Paul. But uh, like I said, it's tough to make a switch this late in the season and, and try to regain chemistry. I think that the <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you saying that you know it's tough to make a switch this late into the season, and uh, like they were rolling and then they just kind of switched it up out of nowhere. So I do agree with that. Not taking anything away from Paul, I think this is actually going to be a really good game. I think the Seahawks' path to victory is clearly their defense. That's going to be their path to victory for the rest of the season. With you know, because now their offense has to get completely caught up to, to speed, where every other team is ten weeks basically of the same offense. Now the uh, Seahawks are on what week two of their new offense, week three ish. Yeah. Around you know what I mean? It's a little bit different. We talked about how different teams look now, and that is a little bit different. But their defense is still at a week ten defense, so um, you look forward to that, and you and you you know you're gonna probably have to rely on that to win the game. Um, big play, people. If the ball is not in Chase's hands as a quarterback, you still got to get the ball in his hands in space, right? You still yeah. got to hope he can make some big plays for you. No touches last you, week. That's that's unacceptable. You know Johnny is going to uh, do his thing off the line, and you know Joe Pip is the best or one of the best jump ball wide receivers in the league. So if Paul, you would assume, is going to give him his opportunities to go up there and win some balls over people, uh, I think getting Q back in this game to match up with Joe Pip is absolutely huge. Not having Zach Shray or Misha, Misha to get after Paul, make it more difficult to him, and Zach to be there to talk, to guard people, things of that nature. Him not being there is definitely a big hit as well. Um, I just think that in this game, and I guess I'll start with the pick, uh, I think I would have to lean the Bills here. I think I'm going to have to take them in this game because, like you said, two straight wins, one point loss to you, who I have third in my power rankings, mixed with, I know they're not having Misha, but they're getting the kid back, who was you know, a pretty good player. I think his name was Jarak, you said. Jarak is a pretty good player. Um, I'm not going to doubt Paul. I'm not going to be surprised if the Seahawks win and they play a massive game defensively here. But I do expect um, I do expect the Bills to come out on top in this one. And I guess if I had to call someone out, it would probably be Joe Pitt because if he shuts down Q in this game, if he does take that assignment and could kind of neutralize him, and I know we talk about the zone, but I think you're going to have to, you said, Kurtzman, you have to have multiple defenses ready to go. I think there has to be a defense in there that can match up with Q, with Pip on Q. And then I think, you know, if you take him away, maybe Joe Pip, get, Joe Pip gets a pick six, makes a big play in the secondary. Um, I think it would be on Joe for the Seahawks to get this win. But I will take the Bills. Um, I'm going to lean to the Seahawks. 
Um, l- looking back on the game against the Bills, I just feel like their offense wasn't really able to manufacture anything outside of the first drive um, and the last drive. They only scored 12. I gave them 12 points on two pick sixes. So I, I think I just need to see more offense execution. And the Seahawks, I think, have a little bit better defense than we do right now. At least the stats show it as well. And um, they were able, we were able to shut down the Bills most of the game. And I think the Seahawks are going to have similar success. Um, I like the Seahawks in this game. I think the only thing I could say to, I guess, combat the it's late in the season to change quarterbacks is more if you come in prepared. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It, it shouldn't matter as much. It's still gonna matter because it's stuff's new and you don't have your like bread and butter plays. But if you come prepare with a game plan and actually know what you want to do, kind of have they always talk about how NFL teams have scripted like first fifteen plays scripted. Yeah. Maybe have your first five plays scripted. I don't know. Like, like easy things that you know are gonna get yards, like screens, hitches, like things. Just getting the ball out quick. And if I could give Paul any advice, throw the ball at Joe Pep. Mm, I used to do that a lot. So I'm taking the Seahawks. Lean Seahawks, close game. Going to be a low-scoring close game. Dad, I think that the Bills haven't seen a defense like this yet in the league. Uh, I have only two-man rush. It's a damn good two-man rush. And uh, and they sit in that zone. I think they're going to make uh, life difficult for uh, for Serhoff. Uh, if I had to lean uh, anyway, I, I listen. I think the Bills are a better team. I just think that the, the Seahawks got something from this week. So you think the matchup favors them? Yeah, I do. Okay. So you guys are on the Seahawks. I will be taking the Bills in this one. Let's move on to the ten o'clock game here. Ten o'clock Falcons versus the Packers. Um, another game, do or die for the Packers, coming off of an absolutely huge win last play of the game. Mikey Organo snag. Um, an absolute crazy game. Falcons coming off of a also crazy game of their own where uh, I edited the film in that one last night and uh, the Bucks took it to them in that second half. They were they were, they were were kind of all over them. But at the end of the game, they had to make the plays they had to make and they did. And uh, that was crazy. Uh, you know, last play to Justin in the back of the end zone. That's a crazy play yeah. to come out on top like that, you know. Last play of the game, number one overall pick, back of the end zone. That's the way you draw it up when you take the guy first overall. So uh, that's good to see. That was a really good game. So both these teams coming off of last play victories. Yeah. So both these teams coming off of uh, really emotional highs. Kurtzman, how do you feel these two teams match up against each other? Whenever you're betting, you used to they always say you should bet, the te- bet against the team who's coming off the emotional high because they'll come back down to earth. Well... Like you said, both these teams, emotional highs. Uh, I think Vin is rolling right now, quarterback. He is absolutely dealing. He's in a major groove right now, so composed in the pocket, moving mobility outside the pocket as well. Um, He gets everyone involved. Everyone feels a part of the game plan, and I really love the way the Packers offensively are really taking it to them. And um, defensively, stepped up a little bit. I... um, I think holding the Cardinals to a low score is is still, regardless of what team you're playing against, still go out there and make the stops, and they were able to go out there and make stops and keep the game low scoring on the Cardinals side as well. Um, for the Falcons, championship resi- championship-esque resiliency last week. Um, backs against the wall in the last drive. I'd be made enough plays, found Justin late, like you said. Um, I just want to see you guys come out and prove why you're, right now, why you're the number one team. Um... Yeah, so I just uh, sorry I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, no, I just want to see. I want to see. I B played a good game last week. Um, got a little line went line was going out a little bit more than they usually do. Didn't run a lot of option. Um, I would like to see more of that. Giant Mac returns this week. Um, you know, I B's always coming ready to play. 
he's going to have the game, uh, a game plan ready to win this one. So I think it's going to be a good one. I think the Packers' key to victory is dominate in the trenches where you have to try to have the advantage and get to IB with Arena, LaTempa, Wiz, big game. Once I, I can't call out Wiz again for fourth time. He answers the call out every single time. Keep playing good, Wiz. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, no, I just I think that the Packers' key to winning is dominating the trenches on both sides of the ball and Vin – it's going to be a barn burner. It's going to be yeah. a high-scoring game, I think. I think uh, I don't know who's going to win. We'll uh, let you guys talk about it before I make my pick. Dad, how do you feel about this one? Packers, Falcons. Well, one thing for sure is I know that the uh, Falcons, there are a couple of plays that like to talk a lot of trash during the game. It's not going to affect Vin. Vin's not that type of quarterback that you're going to rattle him. And you're going to have Mikey on the other side. And, yeah, <laughs> Mikey can talk trash with the best of them. Uh, I said I might not pick against uh, uh, Vin for the rest of the year. This could be one of those games. Uh, I, it just does, do, do the uh, Falcons have the complete uh, complement of players or anyone missing games? Nah, from what I know, I mean, Sedano is at shoe Saturday, so Saturday knows? morning, ten o'clock. Jason said he's not going to be there, which makes you assume Nick Sedano is also uh, out. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think that's huge. You know, <laughs> I, I always like to lean because, uh, like I said, he makes that RPO offense work. Uh, if Sedano plays, I'll go with the Falcons. If he doesn't, I might go with the Packers on this one. Uh, might, you might have see an upset here. I think that this is this is the game of the season easily for the Packers. The Falcons, who are on a win streak since losing to the Lions in week three, week so three this is a seven game, six game winning streak. For they're them. on a huge win streak. As much as I want to pick against the Falcons in this one, I just can't. I can't get myself to do it. Like I can't do it. I chopped the film last night for the Falcons, and I'm just watching plays where Mbimbo just turns nothing into something. Like, he just puts his foot, he's running full speed, puts his foot in the ground, changes direction, and there's nobody who even has a chance against him. Um, I think Vin is a quarterback who's not going to be afraid to take shots in this game, and someone who, as someone who's not afraid to take shots, I think that's going to give the Falcons play, excuse me, the Falcons playmakers a lot of opportunities to make plays. Jack's going to have his chance to, for interceptions. IB is going to have his chance for interceptions. Uh, Justin's going to have his chance for interceptions. They're all going to have their chances to make plays. Um, I think I was watching Dean. I thought Dean Wierczowski also looked good off the line, made some catches for them in that game as well. Uh, as always, we could talk, sit here and talk about the line. They're going to have to have better line play. Like I said, Kevin told me he was getting his ass kicked against Mark DeMeo and Damian on that line. That's going to be tough. But the Packers' uh, pass rush is not as relentless as the Bucks' pass rush is. So I think for that reason, you'll see a little bit better offensive line play from the Falcons. And, you know, I don't want to pick against Vin. I don't want – and I think they're, you know, I got them up. I got them pretty high in my in my power rankings, but I can't bet against IB after seeing what I saw in last week's game. And I can't bet against that, you know, we talked about maybe the secondary. Even though the secondary of the Packers has played much better, um, you think that they could be susceptible to giving up the deep ball, the, the deep plays – and there's no one in the league who probably could capitalize on the deep plays better than Mbimbo, Jack, Justin. Well I'm said. The Falcons. No, I know, I know. Yeah, it sounds like you're taking the Falcons. I feel on. like I need to get some, like, I need to say some things on this podcast. I haven't been saying anything. Like, I need to come out here and say something. Okay, stuff. well, no, that was well said. Um, I think you posed a lot of good points about the the athletes on the Falcons having going to have opportunities to make plays. Um, when I look at this game, I see quarterbacks equal. Um, yeah. Receivers I lean um, heavy to the Falcons on the line. I lean to the Packers. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to take IB and the athletes. Yeah. Um, if Vin proves me wrong, I'm not shocked one bit. Well, actually, listen, number one team going down is always a little bit shocking. Um, I'm, I'm going to come out and say now this is a little bit of a uh, an interesting game for the next two weeks for the number one seed. Uh, if the winner of the winner of me and Sobes might be able to overtake IB if IB loses a game for the number one seed. If so IB loses one this of game, the next two games and if, I win, I'm in the driver's seat to get the one seed. If the Dolphins win, I'm not sure because they have the they lost to the Falcons. So I don't yeah. think they'd be able to. So if I win this week, when we talk about that game later, and IB lose one of the next two games, then we're looking at a different number one seed. So pressure's on a little bit to keep the number one seed. Um, I'm taking the Falcons though. I think IB and the athletes coming prepared. They got ready to go I think a lot of shit talks going to happen in this game Dad who are you taking let's have no fighting please yeah who's your official pick it's tough uh, I'm leaning towards the Falcons like I said I like to see them with their full team uh, and speaking with Jack last week he wasn't too happy with the results I mean I don't know they won the game last week but he, he didn't think that team played particularly well um, I, you know I like to see a bounce back that team is so talented uh, I'm, like, like I said it's tough. I think it, it comes down to if they have a full team, you take the Falcons. If not, so no Sedano. Assume yeah. no Sedano. Who are you taking? If it's no Sedano, I'm gonna roll with the Pack. All right, there's your pick. So if all right, we'll give you that official. If the Packers, if Sedano's there, you can take them. If not, yeah, no, that's Packers. fine. All right, ten o'clock, ten thirty. Excuse me, ten thirty game. Lions Dolphins. You were just talking about the playoff implications. If Kurtzman gets a win and the Packers beat. The Falcons, then you are in control of your own destiny territory yes. for the one seed. So, huge game for you this week. Um, you know, coming off three interception game, you gave up 12 points by yourself. You thought your defense played really well. You just, um, what are you going to do to limit the turnovers in this game? I should say. That should be the first question to you. Um, I think last week, I think I, um, I still tried to. I mean, listen, I got the ball out of my hands really quick last week, but there were some plays where I tried to extend the extend the plays and make something happen with my feet um, to make a play with my arm, and I wasn't able to move the way I did. So I think I was forcing a lot of throws, not getting to the spots I wanted to get to. Um, no excuses. I got to be better. I have to keep my eye, um, keep my head down the field and see the defense better. Um, can't have the interceptions turn into points for the other team. That's just such a killer for our offense. Um, both two of the two both pick sixes were inside the five yard line. Um, really, just mental errors by me throwing back across my body on one, um, just flipping it up on fourth down on another one. Should got to be smarter. Just throw it into the ground, live to fight another day. Um, I think I'll bounce back. I think we're ready to play, and my offense scores points regardless. So, Dad, how do you feel? Dolphins, Lions, Sir Kurtzman, Sobes. Uh, Dolphins have have one win. I mean, one loss. Yeah, one loss. Yeah. So you have two losses, right? Yes. So if uh, I beat Dolphins, have two losses, and then I beat would have two losses, and I beat Ibe. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think that, <laughs> I think Dolphins beat you. Uh, I yeah, I, I just I don't bet against Zach. So you have no analysis whether you don't think Kurt. What I'm do you think? Dumb, Kurt, you know, you know, you, you, you drop names in a hat, and I'll pick one out. And if it's Zach, I'm gonna roll with that guy. And so what? What do you think Kurtzman's path to victory would be then? I, you know what? I hate to say it, your team's been playing piss poor the last couple of weeks. 
Well, you haven't been there or seen the tape, <laughs> so how are you going to say that? Dude, from where it loses, I'm hearing, but I, I, yeah, I, I, everyone talks to me. Defense, 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 I, I'll say, how, how did how did Kurtzman's team do today? Oh, he was ass. He threw two, two, two pick sixes. That's not <laughs> what Three interceptions, two pick sixes. But that's not, this but that's, shit I'm hold up, hold up. That's not my team playing bad. That's me playing bad. The defense okay, only allowed right. six points. Scratch that. Uh, you're playing bad, and a quarterback is, is the magnifier on the team. So what do you think? His... Don't think I played that bad against Augie. <laughs> what do you just th- happened to lose? Like uh, Augie's team is not a good team. I'm sorry. Augie's a great player, Still. and if they win, it's because Augie make, makes things yeah. happen. Uh, but his team's team not almost, a great team. A team that almost beat Sobes last week lost by two points. Just so we're okay. Okay. so you you got to come to the game. Right, so yeah, all right. So all right. So how about how about the teams they lost against that that weren't good? What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm just I'm, listen. All I'm saying is you haven't been there. You can't be saying my team's not playing well. I think we're playing fine. Last six, last you three think, halves. Last three halves. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Though it's time out. He's not the only one who's saying your team's playing bad, though. But I know my team's not playing bad. I know I'm you, playing bad. You okay? You think that your team isn't playing bad? And as the leader and captain of your team, you should say that. There are echoes around the league that your team is playing bad. But I just told you in three last three halves of football, yeah. we've allowed six points on offense, defense. Oh, yeah, we've only allowed yes, six yes, points yes. in the last three halves. So how no, is that playing bad? I'm just saying. All I'm telling you is, is that that's not like a that's not a foreign idea. That's not something that's completely out of left field. Yeah, well, the, stat, you, the stats just completely. Let me ask you a question. That. All your all your interceptions, it's on you or yes, hundred percent. Every single one. Not like on a timing pattern where no. the receiver ran the wrong way. So, uh, or? First, first pick six was me running, didn't want to run, threw it across the bike, back across the field. Pick six. Second one was being pressured, threw it, just threw it up. Pick six. Third one was I threw it right into the defensive lineman's hands. Is the path to victory in this game limiting for, turnovers for you? Is it letting Sobes go up because you think he plays poorly when he has the lead? <laughs> no, we don't want to let them <laughs> go up. Um, I want to come out. We're going to come out fast. We're going to come out strong. We had a we had a practice today. Um, we have Tommy Torrey subbing for us. Jarwar out, True out. Yes. Um, so I have a little more line help. I think that we'll be able to put pressure on Sobes on defense, mix it up, confuse him a little bit. Um, I know a lot. Of, we I watch a lot of film. I know what he likes to do, what they like to run. Um, we're gonna be prepared. It just comes down to: Do I limit the turnovers, and are we able to score? We have to score at least thirty. So to win this game, we have to score at least thirty. I mean, we have to get the conversions because they are very good at getting conversions. Okay, here's here's my thing. I think you, I think actually in this game, if you're gonna win, it's gonna be a below thirty. I think it would be sub thirty for. For them, like you're assuming that they're going over thirty, the Dolphins. Yeah. I think if you're gonna win this game, you're gonna have to confuse Sobes. You're gonna and obviously Sobes is gonna get he's gonna score two, three touchdowns at the bare minimum, right? You're gonna have to hold I'm expecting him. thirty. In your in your game against him against in the summer, it, the I think it was Cowboys, Cowboys Browns, Cowboys Browns yeah, first time. Fifty ball them. Yeah, they they didn't really score in that game. Your defense is really good. I think you're gonna have to have another. I think this is gonna be at the game where you just talked about th- oh three halves in a row. We've only let up six points, right? It's gonna have to be that. It's gonna have to be you shut them out for half. It's gonna have to be you intercept them. You have to fump like something's gonna have to happen. You're gonna have to win the tournament over battle. You've obviously pointed that already. I think on the outside now you have Sobes. Uh, Dylan's gonna be playing D line coming after you. You're going to have Sobes and TJ back there ready to make plays on you in that secondary. Um, those two of the better ball hawks in the league, two guys who are the perennial uh, all-defensive teams. I think that, you know, that matchup, Julius, Danino, Sobes, Angstad, like just that that group of, you know, receivers versus DBs, that's where the game's going to come down to. I think the line play, I don't think that – the Dolphins obviously have good line play, but I don't think – like I still think you're going to have good enough line play to get by – 
So I don't know. I think I think this is gonna have to be a game you win on defense rather than offense. Like if you just take care of the ball and you do what you need to do offensively and let things happen and let them come to you, that'll be fine. But I think you win this game on defense rather than like a high scoring shootout. Like I think if you're gonna win this game, it's gonna be like by a, a nine, ten point margin because your defense played well. Let's analyze your last four games. <laughs> no, right. Back to this? No, I'm going to give you my reason why I'm, I'm going to pick against them this week. Okay. Uh, we know you have two losses in the last four games. The two games that you did win, well, who, who are the teams that you beat? Can you remember? I beat the Packers, lost to Patriots, lost to Panthers. Was beat the Packers Bills. a close game? Um, we were up two touchdowns. They scored late, so it was 12 point and game. Who, and then the Bucks was a close game, too? box before that was way but so you haven't really been particularly playing well in the last four games i mean <laughs> he gave you, he no, gave not, you his... I'm not, not just you your whole team no i think my team last two games has played well they lost not, by they lost by last two four. one point losses and i have one two point one point losses and a one point they, win they're, like, they're 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 different they're i think we've lost listen we, we lost right, a big so, piece so, in our, we lost a big so piece in your in your opinion what was the last game that your team including you played a full game i mean a whole game that that you said all right that we packers yeah, was it was it against the Packers? Packers or Patriots? I thought Patriots. We played fine. We played more than enough to win the game. Um, oh, you lost that game, didn't you? Oh, and I they said, lost by one. Yeah, we lost by one. And last last play of the game. Nah, like, I, I, I want a victory where where it was a complete game by your Packers, team. Though. Both offense Packers. and defense. Packers, I guess, or Falcons. I don't know. Falcons in week three. Yeah, right. I would say I would say, to me. I'm going back to the Falcons. Okay. So it's it's not particularly a, a championship run for your team the last couple of weeks. So that's why, and plus now you're going against probably the best quarterback in the league. So you're taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Lions. I, I just I, I don't see the laps of the Dolphins like I'm seeing the laps of the Lions. The they almost lost last week, but they didn't. Neither did I. Yeah. No, you lost the two teams that uh, arguably should have beaten. Yeah, I don't know. They almost lost to the Panthers. You should have beaten the Panthers. You should have beaten the uh, the Patriots. I'm t- uh, Patriots, are, Patriots are tough, and so are the Panthers. I'm taking I'm taking the Lions. I'm gonna go with Kurtzman in this one because I think he's just gonna. I think they're gonna out game plan. So it was like they gotta pra- You guys gotta practice in today. You guys went to the field and practice, and I think that you know maybe because they haven't been playing up to standard. If Kurtzman would like to say that, if he wants to say you know Kurtzman's expecting excellence from his team and himself, so Kurtzman wanted to come get some extra looks, some extra reps, talk about things today. I think that's gonna mow well for their team. I think they'll win this one. I think they're going to keep Dylan in check. Um, uh, you know, this is kind of a little bit of an offensive player of the year battle as well between Dylan and uh, two Mike. candidates, Dylan and Mike. Uh, Mike's probably in the lead for it. I think Mike's going to continue. His, 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 Soap, hey, Soap's guard's the number one every week, right? So you're going to have Soap's on Danino, <laughs> no? They've been playing zone the last few weeks since the Falcons game. I okay. Watch, I watch the phone. They, they play zone most of the time. They play man when they have to, but I assume, I think that, if, if I assume they when they play man, Soap's will guard Soap's him, will be on Danino. They, they play a lot of zone. A lot of teams have adopted the 2-3-2 two, two zone. Um, we've been playing it the majority of the season. Um, a lot of teams play it. play different variations. You can have guys different places. Um, I think they'll be ready. I assume they game plan more, Rick, and all them. Big game for big game for our uh, ramp up group chat. It's all me. It's me, Mike, yeah, Scott, Scott, Dean against Morick. So, and this is a huge game for you because you could get that one seed back. And yeah, it being the one seed's nice because then listen, the top three quarterbacks. I know who I, I. The top three quarterbacks teams I think we have in this league are uh, Falcons, Dolphins, and May. And the two three matchup, 
you don't want to necessarily have to be in that match. No, you don't so want to be in that match. The three. one seed is pretty important right now, I think. So I agree that the one seed is important. You're obviously taking yourself in this game. Of course. All right, let's do the Patriots versus Cardinals 11-15 game. Um, Patriots, another huge win. Huge win. Defense, great in this game. Austin, phenomenal. Austin, who's just always sprung yeah, himself into yeah, defensive, the year, uh, defensive Player of the Year nominee. No, for sure. Uh, Lee's leading sacks now with 13, pa- a bunch of pass breakups on the line of scrimmage. He... He is what makes that defense go, and um, they played phenomenally last week, holding the Seahawks 13 points. Um, confusing Paul, getting the, getting to Paul before he even got the ball sometimes. Austin was jumping the snap count very well. Dane Lupton played a great game on defensive line as well. Uh, Tommy, another magnificent game, playing quarterback, just making throws when he had to. And uh, can't say enough about Paul I called Donato. Um, came out again this week, three touchdowns. Ooh. He is absolutely on fire. The Tommy Pauly connection is kind of unstoppable right now. Um, they they, yeah, no, they did it. Abby came back, played a bunch of different positions. I saw him in the backfield. I saw him on the offensive line. Saw him on uh, DB. See, see, got uh, good to see getting your best player kind of everywhere in the game, showing the the defense different looks, not giving them the same. Uh, and good on Abby by having no ego and playing the line. 100%. Um, Abby is for sure, for sure bought in to this Patriots team. And the Patriots are, they listen, They I think they play well enough to win each week. It just comes down to uh, do they get that big stop or that big turnover. Um, they played they played poor. Tommy threw three interceptions the week prior. They still lost on the last second of the game. So they come out this week. They play a good, great defensive game, um, forced two safeties. I think they're rolling in the right direction. They're running into a Cardinals team who is still really trying to find themselves now, midway through late in the season. Um, I think that the Patriots have a bit of a, um, an athlete mismatch on the outside and in the trenches. There is a mismatch for the, the Cardinals with their vaunted defensive line, but I think that the Patriots offensive line is able to get to the te- hold the test and pass the test. They'll be able to pull this one out. Dad. Okay, so being that I haven't seen the, the last couple of weeks, how have the Cardinals been playing offensively? 21 points and 13 points. Yeah, not, not particularly well. I, and I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say that they um, are, like, failing to move the ball because I think they are moving the ball a little bit. I think uh, it's just, like, they've been drops, just uncatch some uncatchable balls. I think execution just needs to be better. I think that the game plan, necess- honestly, is there offensively. I just think they don't execute well enough. Yeah, their success in the, early in the season where they were scoring points came your way. They were spreading the ball around. They're getting the ball out to Ed Zalek, getting the ball to Tompkins. You know, uh, I just I, I haven't seen that that offense in the last couple of weeks. Well, I haven't seen the games, but I haven't heard much on the scoring end from this team. So again, it's an identity crisis. I, I think that the Patriots are playing well. I think uh, we know they can move the ball offensively. Uh, and if their defense is stepping up at the right time this time of year, it makes them a tough opponent. So uh, I'm going to lean with the Patriots this week. I'm going to agree with you. I'm also going to be leaning with the Patriots this one. I took the Patriots last week when people thought they may struggle defensively. I mean, when they thought people thought they may struggle to move the ball against the uh, against the Seahawks defense, they came out and played really well. I know the line on the uh, on the. Cardinals going to come out and be ready to go. Obviously, Douglas, Tompkins, Musi, those guys, Joe Pisco playing defense as well now, those guys are going to be ready to go. I just, I think Tommy's on a different level right now in terms of his quarterback play. Um, we've been saying he's top five. We've been saying that he's, you know, low-key a dark, a dark horse MVP candidate. Uh, he's been playing really well. Everyone's around the league has been super, been super impressed with them. You said last week, Chris, when they figured out their defense and when you have Abby buying in and being as 
uh, versatile as he is. You can put him really anywhere on the field. I think if you see more of that this week, hey, maybe Abby's going to have to match up against Tompkins or Douglas on the line and kind of neutralize them because you know Abby could do that. He could step on the line and neutralize one of your best linemen because he's 6'4", huge, athletic, strong as hell. Like <laughs> He could just come out on the field and do that. So sure. you might have to see that, and that's probably, well, that's probably I would assume that's what Tommy's going to do anyways because Paulie's been phenomenal. We know Christian's great. We know Giuseppe's great. Like We know they have guys that can do that. So I do like that about them, uh, and I'm going to go with Tommy as the president of the Tommy Galanti fan club. I'm going to stick with Tommy and the Patriots in this one. I think the Cardinals, um, really, I'm going to call them out. It's just the entire secondary as a whole. Piscopo's been playing very well as a corner as of late. Um, Joe Ivanak in the secondary, Ed Zalek, and they just need to play better. They need to play, I'm not going to say they need to play better, they just need to play up to the standard they need to play to win this game. You know the deep shots are going to be taken to Abby, Pauly, uh, the the short stuff to Giuseppe and get upfield. You guys need to be precise in pulling your flags, and you need to be able to make the pass breakups and intercept the ball when the plays are being thrown your way. Because you know when you're playing against the Patriots, Tommy is going to attack all the all areas of the field. So no matter where you are on the field, he's going to attack you with one of his receivers. So you need to be ready to make plays. You need to be vigilant. And um, if the Secondary is able to step up. I would take the Cardinals, but it's so hard to bet against the Patriots' offensive firepower right now. I'm going to take the Patriots. All right, we're all on the Patriots this week. Dad, did you make your pick? Yeah, I took the Patriots. Yeah, we're all on the Patriots. We're all on the Patriots this week. All right, let's go to the last game of the day. Um, Ravens against the... Who am I forgetting right now? It's Ravens versus Panthers. uh, Panthers. Ravens versus Panthers. Bucks on a bye. 12-30, the Bucks are on a bye. Um, Panthers coming off of a huge... Loss. Loss. Last second. Not last second, but had a chance late to tie it game, up with a two-point conversion. Huge late. loss against the Dolphins where, you know, they come off a big win against you guys. You know, they look good back-to-back weeks. I know it's a loss, but what, they have four wins now? Five yeah, wins now? No, they're four and five. Four and five, so they're looking like they're going to be a playoff team now, right? Five and five. They win this week. They take care of business against the Ravens who have... Not, I hate to say nothing to play for, but you're just playing. Peace playing there. quarterback. Peace playing quarterback this week. Um, go out there and have fun. There's nothing to lose. Make go go out there and make plays. If you're I hope Pete has like a great game. Yeah, like, that'd yeah. be sad. Yeah, that would um, be that would be really cool. Pat, Pete's getting a chance to play quarterback. The let's start. I'm just gonna go right into my pick and then say why I'm taking the Panthers this one. Obviously, Pete hasn't played quarterback in the league. I'm not gonna doubt Pete because Pete did play quarterback. Why is Pete playing quarterback? Because this their last game is or second to last game of the season. Yeah, Spoh's Spoh, just playing receiver. Spoh's playing receiver. Spoh gave up playing uh, quarterback. I think it just why not? Like it's the last game. It's the last game. Two two games left. Yeah. You have, you Pete can't wants make to the play playoffs. quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. They're eliminated from the playoff contention. So Pete's gonna come out to play quarterback. Pete has experience playing quarterback. Played in in, in Pop Warner. Played uh, freshman. freshman year. Scored a trillion touchdowns as a freshman quarterback. Um, I think Pete. We've seen Pete throw some passes. He's definitely gonna give his guys opportunities to go up and make a play. That's gonna be exciting. Um, I'm excited for this uh, for this Panthers team, though. This should be a game. They should come in. They should roll. All you should look great. They should keep it up. Everything they've been doing the last two weeks, they should continue to build on. Get this 5-5. Five and five, Get this win. Go back to 500. Look good going to the playoffs. Try some things out on this one, too. Maybe some different concepts, some different route concepts, some maybe design runs. You could see things along those lines. Even some defenses. Conf- try to confuse Pete a little bit. Sit in zone. Switch it up, man. Do whatever you got to do. Um, I think they should come out and roll in this one. I like your analysis. I think that for the Panthers, they need to come out and dominate this yes. game. It, it would listen. I don't think. I think if they lose, they're still in the playoffs. But you really never know. And 
it sucks to be on the. They don't play in week eleven. They have a bye in the last week of the season, so it would honestly suck to be four and six and kind of just like waiting, sitting there hoping and praying that things roll your way to make the playoffs. Um, I think they need to come out and absolutely dominate this game. Uh, Matt Marola back for them this week for the Panthers. Uh, no Spo. Spo is playing against yes. them, so I don't know what they're doing about that. But Augie needs to come out here and continue to play the way he's playing. I said on the podcast on the recap, I said that. Um, he is back in championship form and that the Panthers, if he is playing the way he's playing, can make a run. Um, Augie had a great week last week, throwing for, I think, over 200 yards for the first time this season and making plays with his feet. I think he had uh, 79, 80 uh, rushing yards. So I just think that Augie needs to do what he needs to do, get it done, take care of business. Hopefully this game isn't close late. Um, you don't want to give yourself a scare not playing in the last week of the season. Dad. You're, sounds like the Ravens are mailing it in, so I'm going to go with Augie. Wow, Tommy, no faith in Pete, the Pete, uh, Pete playing quarterback. Uh, has Pete played quarterback this year, last year, or the year before? No. no. I mean, Spo uh, came out yeah. in the first way, first game and got a dub. Uh, I'm just Spoh saying. Spo is tall, uh, athletic, fast. Uh, I'm not Damn, <laughs> I hope Pete, I hope you're listening. Listen, for a guy who calls himself Fat Pete, you know, it's it's not like, you know, you know, he's modeled after the Heisman Trophy. Pete's you know gonna, Pete moves, though. Pete be moving. Pete's a great athlete. Yeah, yeah Pete's but, a good but athlete. We're talking about quarterback. Yeah. We're talking about playing quarterback. Yeah, listen, I think that the Panthers win also. I think that the Ravens need to come out there, play hard. Um, may, listen, fuck shit up. Like, yeah. you know, like there's I, two weeks left. Play spoiler. You play I, me, you play Augie. Try to play spoiler. I think Pete could come out and have a good fantasy week. That's, yeah. what, that's what I like. I like Pete in fantasy this week. All right, I think that's it for the podcast. That's yeah, all the I'm games. Taking the, I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah, we're all taking the Panthers. Do we have anything else? Anything else that you want to say about the games? Um, Could be rained out. No, maybe. I don't know. Well, uh, Possible. Well, I'll well, be guys there. Play football in the rain. I mean, the field might just be like unplayable. Unplayable. We'll, we'll see. see. I'll, be there. I'll be there early. I'll be there seven thirty. Check it out. All right. Nine thirty slate. We'll see what happens. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms you're listening to this on. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Let's try to get that to 100 subscribers. We will catch you guys on the recap sometime at the beginning of next week. We'll catch you. Peace.